Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda. And today we're going to be talking about a fun little Christmas movie on Disney+. Plus. Yes. Like, so much has happened. Disney Plus has launched. It is in existence. Like, this is no, so... Yeah. This is just mind-boggling. But, it's like, also all... not mind-boggling at the same time. That's true. And also, at this point, like, it's not new. Like, it's been out for a well, month. <laughs> honestly, when I say not mind-boggling, it's because, like, half the movies I go to watch, like, all the Mighty Ducks movies are, like, not coming to Disney Plus until... 2020, 2021. Why is that what you're going to watch the Mighty Ducks Someone like referenced it the other day, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to watch that. And then I went to watch them, and they're all like post dated at least a year. I'm like, well, this sucks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I was saying yesterday, I was like, oh my god, like we moved heaven and earth to go find Johnny Tsunami. Now these kids have it so easy. We're like watching it like on some like unaudio synced like YouTube video and yeah. everybody else just gets it free and clear now. Oh my god, it's crazy. So what have you been up to during the literally two months since we last did this? <laughs> I mean, really, like in my own personal life, I've been um, preparing and submitting applications for graduate school. So that's been... Um, Yay! That's been quite a process. Um, aside from that, I've been working. Um, I went. I think I. Um, I don't know if we've recorded since my trip, but I went to Switzerland and Rome and um, Florence with my sister. So it's been like a hectic couple of not hectic, but just like stressful couple of months. Yeah, so with your sister Noelle. Yes, with my sister Noelle. So, like, quick, fast fact about this movie. So, my brother and sister, my sister's name is Noelle, and my brother's name is Nick, So or Nicholas. So, this movie, like, truly hits home for me. Were they also named after Christmas? No, 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 no. Nicholas is a family name, and then I don't know where Noelle came from. I think because my grandma really wanted my sister to be named Nicole, and my mom's like, absolutely not, because we're not going to have a Nick and Nicole. So, yeah, yeah, so she just went with Noelle, which, like, I think Noelle is great. Like, I really like that name. I like the name, so. Yeah, it's cute. But anyway, yeah, so what were you up to? (laughs) I was just waiting for you to ask me. I was oh, like, I, I don't want to just, just launch into it. My sorry, th- sorry. What were you up to, Miranda? <laughs> I would actually genuinely like to know. Um, yeah, it would be great to know. I got super busy at work. Um, have done lots of stuff. I feel like you know, I've been. I feel like I've gone to lots of concerts during this time. I went to Harry Styles last night, which was incredible. Um, you know, he came on two hours late, but that's fine. Other yeah, than that, that we're chilling. Um, but I, like, finished a book, which is exciting, and yeah, that's, writing that's a happening. Book, that's crazy. I started another one. Um, Jeez. Yeah, that's kind of, that's, that's what I've been, like, focusing on and doing, which is great, and then, you know, general work stuff. I feel like I've been to, like, several concerts, but I'm trying to remember what they were. I went to Chainsmokers, Chain which Smokers. was really good. I remember that one. That did one was... Did you do Jonas Brothers during this time, or no? I don't know. I feel like that was before, but I did Jonas Brothers, I did Casey Musgraves, who was, mm-hmm. like, 
Jonas Brothers is honestly one of the best concerts I've been to, like, ever in my life. And I've it been to was so freaking, fun. I've been to so many concerts, and, like, Jonas Brothers was just so much fun. Like, they were so... Everyone there was just, like, having the time of their lives. Like, mothers, daughters. It was, like... There was, like, so much, like, unity in this, like, female arena, basically. It was all women. So, like, but it was it was just really, like, I've never felt, like, a crowd so united and just, like, a passion for something. And it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, Casey Musgraves was similar, but it was a much smaller venue. So, like, it was just, like, 20,000 people at the Jonas Brothers concert. And, like, everybody, the, like, DJ before it started was, like, everybody was, like, like jamming, having, like, the time of their lives. It was just, like, all anywhere from, like, 21 to, like, 40-year-old women just, like, wasted and having the best time. Like, it was so much fun. Um, and, like, I've never had, like, an environment like that before, which was great. Um, Chainsmokers was great. Um, like, really, I haven't been to a bad concert recently. No. So I'm, like, glad everybody's really stepping up their game. I'm very, <laughs> like, I'm very, I want to see Louis Capaldi so badly. And, like, I need, so what was I, who was I saying that needed to go on tour? I think, like, I want to see Louis Capaldi, and, like, I guess I'll see, who is it, Niall with him, but Billie Eilish needs to be on that tour. Like, I feel like that would fit in so well with them, and, like, I Mm, love her. She's too big. I know she has her own thing, but, like, that would be so great. Like, I think, like, they would all do really well together. Like, their sound is really great together. But I do love her. I've, like, found a new love for Billie Eilish. Like, I love her. I think she's so talented. She needs to be protected at all costs more than anyone else in the entire world, though, because I feel like she's so fragile, but I love her. Interesting. And Taylor Swift has just been blowing things up. Yeah, Taylor Swift has been uh, gracing us with a new album since the time, and also, like, um, Harry Styles' new album is incredible. Like, all these, you know, so much has happened in just the world in general. Um, what are you... Okay, so do you have any Disney Plus recommendations? Have you been watching any, like, Disney Plus content to, like, kind of I mean, bring it back? The what? only thing, literally, that I've watched on Disney Plus was, like, 15 minutes of Mary Poppins and then, like, three episodes of High School Musical, the musical, the series. How do you like it? Um, I really like it. I just, like, fully have not had time. I've been focused on other things other than, like, watching High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um... And I had lots of other, like, shows and stuff to catch up on. So, that's, I'm so behind. But, like, I will catch up eventually. I thought it was very cute. It wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah, I watched the first episode, and, like, I, it's something that I might go back to. I'm just not, like, in love with it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, in love with any of the actors. Like, they're fine, but I'm not. I don't know. They're all they're fine. Would be weird if you were in love with them. Uh, no, but I mean, 16. like, I'm not like I don't like love them in the way that like I love like Glee people. Like I like you just like get into it. Like I I just I don't know. It's gonna take some time. I don't also, know. I also I'm like ready to give more allowances to children actors than I am yeah, to full grown adults like Anna Kendrick in the movie Noel. Um, but that's that's sort of all I have to say. Um, one thing I will recommend, um, Disney Plus 
like original content. Um, this is gonna sound like totally crazy. Basically, the only things I watch are like documentaries and sitcoms. So the Imagineering docu series is so good. Um, I, obviously, it's like a skewed perspective. I think everybody says like, "Oh, it's Disney making something about Disney," so it's like very pro Disney, obviously. However, it is like it's mostly about like the parks and like the um, like the creation of the the uh, attractions and the rides and all the engineering and stuff that goes into it and like how forward thinking the technology is at these theme parks. Um, and it's, it's so good. Like it's really, yeah, really good. That's one of the things on my list. I think Bailey was like speaking it's, very highly of it. Oh my gosh. And um, it's fascinating. Like it's so good. Yeah. Makes sense. That's, that's on there. That'll, yeah. that'll be mine. It's a six part series and I like didn't realize that. So I watched like the first two and now I've been like watching it literally as soon as it comes out um, every week, mm. but I highly recommend it. Um, also, I've been watching Almost Family on Fox with Brittany Snow and Emily Osment. I definitely recommend it. I hope it gets picked up for a second season, but it's like, re- it's really cute. And I like Brittany Snow on TV. Like, I feel like She's never really done TV before, and I like it fits for her. Look, Brittany Snow is like the star of my favorite movie that we've ever talked about. <laughs> so I'm here for Brittany Snow. Her hair is like red, red orange. It's That's not fine. my favorite hair color for her, but you can tell that they made her go away from blonde because there is because Emily Osment is blonde, and yeah, they want them to look as different as possible. Yeah, and they want them, like, she's the redhead, like, she's, like, redheaded, and then they have, a, um, like, a, a mixed sister also, a mixed, girl, like, girl also. So she has the dark hair, and then Emily has light hair. Like, it's very much, like, you can tell they're, like, a little trio thing, but um, but it's so good. It's, it's really good. It's hmm. cute. That always kind of bothers me, because it's, like, there's such a higher percentage of, like, people with dark hair than there are well, with, and, like, red hair or even blonde. Well, and the and red it's just is so very strange unnatural. to me that they always like to pretend that it's, like, a 33% split across the board, and it's, like, not. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, the, the red hair, like, it's not a natural shade. Like, it's not natural at all. Like, it doesn't look like... No one is buying that Britney Snow is... And her complexion doesn't really suit it, so, like... Honestly, Brittany Snow looks the worst, but she she's her acting's like she's really cute. She does great. It's a great show. It's very yeah. cute. Hopefully season two she comes back with a different hair color. Oh, Brittany Snow also great in uh Someone Great. Is that, is that what oh, that movie's is, called? The Gina um, Rodriguez and um, Oh my god, that like movie is anymore, so yeah, good on Netflix. Oh my god, I love that movie. <sighs> I cried so hard in that movie um no i didn't cry but um anyway i mean i'll cry at anything so <laughs> we've gone through this for a little too long we should probably get into the movie right? yeah so as no, much as i Noel, 2019 don't particularly want to talk about this movie but like really whatever, oh my god i didn't makes like me so it sad. Oh, that makes me so sad i thought it was super cute i mean i don't know it took such a long time for it to get cute like See, it Okay, I think for a Christmas movie, and, like, that's the thing. It's, like, Christmas, everybody's, so I had a friend, and my friend Emily at work was saying, like, it's very predictable. I'm, like, it's a Christmas movie. Like, it's supposed to be predictable. Like, I don't need to be, like, I don't need, like, a twist plot, uh, like, a shocking plot twist in my Christmas movies. Like, I I need them to be, like, very predictable. I know it's going to happen. Straight up. Christmas cheer. And, like, it was, it was, it was that. I think it was, like, everything I expect. (laughs) 
I don't know. I guess I just don't really like a Christmas movie that much. Oh then. my god, that makes me so sad for you. Yeah, because you don't really like the Santa Claus either, and the Santa Claus is just pure gold. Mm, doesn't oh do it for me. I just think, I, so like, you're not a Hallmark movie person, which like, I'm not either. Like, Hallmark is like, too next level for me, but I feel like Hallmark, like, is like, it's so obvious the whole time. And I this think felt that that's very what, Hallmark movie to me. Yeah, t- exactly. Not that I really know what they feel like. <laughs> I feel like this but. is a little like low brow for like Billy Eichner and Andrew Kendrick and Shirley MacLaine and Bill Hader. For me, like also, I again, like I said earlier, I would have liked this movie a lot more if it wasn't these like full grown adults. Like it was so strange that this like Obama was in this movie. <laughs> like. Who are you with his child? Oh my god, he looks nothing like. It's a similar like hair and forehead situation. That's really where the resemblance stops. But like, I was getting Obama vibes from this man. He has like the Um, Obama like the posture, like very straight posture. Like I wanted to be like, dude, can you relax for like a half a second, please? Your kid is so cute. Like that kid is the star of the movie. He's adorable. Yeah, that kid was precious. Imagine if he had more children in this Christmas movie. I just, like, I don't know. It's not, I don't like a movie that's, like, starring all adults that's aimed at children. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that one. Like, so let time. children act in their own movies. Yeah. <laughs> give them something, goddammit. Let child stars be stars. These adult um, stars stealing the roles from the child stars. I mean, maybe the child, next thing, children don't need to be acting. Like, honestly, could, there could be worse things than to have less child stars. Sure. Like, but, you know, put some 18-year-olds in this movie, not Anna Kendrick, who's, like, 45. No, playing, not Anna Kendrick, who's uh, like, not 45. But, like, but she's, like, 30 perpetually playing 20, you know? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, I digress. Was, the running time for this movie was an hour and 40 minutes. Bit long. Could have been but even. there were like eight minutes of um, credits at the end because I finished the movie and I still had eight oh, minutes really? left. Um, I mean, like, I felt like there were several points where I was like, okay, this is wrapping up. And then it wouldn't. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, this is the end. No, it's not. <laughs> like, when is the fucking end of this movie? And there were a lot of times that I felt like it took forever to, like, get through the effects or, like, the montage of her delivering presents, spoiler, or, like, like lots of these different sort of searching montage like time in the sleigh yeah it seemed like they just like paid for a certain number of minutes of special effects of that sleigh and they were like we may as well use all of them yeah i mean like i felt like when they were going back to the north pole i'm like okay so this is wrapping up and it was like a good another 15 to 20 minutes of movie left i'm like okay this is not even like the the climax of the movie really (laughs) like we still have much more time yeah, it was it was weird. I mean, but like, and also the the kind of like pacing of it was weird. Like you got to sort of the dark night of the soul, as some may call it, like where she's like contemplating everything, like looking out that window in the mental institution <laughs> hospital. <laughs> like you got to that part, what felt like way too early, and you still had so much movie left. But anyway, it's it's fine, I guess, and like. Don't set a movie in Phoenix. Like, nobody needs that. Yeah, I thought that was an odd choice. But you, like, I feel like Phoenix would definitely... But I feel like Phoenix is always featured in, like, the American Airlines or the JetBlue, like, 
magazine, like the Southwest magazine. Yeah. I feel like Phoenix is like always like they're always everybody like those magazines, travel magazines are always trying to like talk up Phoenix. Like I feel like Phoenix pays a lot of money to be like well spoken about in like a travel magazine to get people to go there. But like really no one's like I really want to spend some time in Phoenix. I don't know, spice it up a little, set it in Honolulu, set it in, I don't know, New Orleans or some other warm place. But like, New Orleans gets cold. Okay. Whatever. As someone from the Midwest, New Orleans does get, like, it's not, no one's, like, spending their winter in New Orleans. I mean, if you're going to go, like, yeah, like, Set go, it in Bahamas, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. South America or, you know, something like that. Do something cool. Yeah. Um... Anyway, let's just keep going. Uh, directed by Mark Lawrence, spelled with a C, fancy. Um, his known for are Miss Congeniality, which he was a writer. Um, all of these are writer credits. So, Two Weeks Notice in 2002, Did You Hear About the Morgans in 2009, and Music and Lyrics in 2007. So, I have a 25% recognition on these roles. Um. Yeah, I think me too. But, like, I've definitely heard of them all. So, like, they're all, like, yeah, rom-coms I'm aware of. I haven't heard of Did You Hear About the Morgans, but otherwise. Yeah, I think um, Hugh Grant is in it. Hmm. Interesting. Not to be confused with, um, what's his name? Um, the other one who looks just like him. Um... (laughs) Uh, well, they not don't just look like not not who looks like him, but I've just assumed is him my entire life. Yeah. Um, all right, so starring um, starring in this movie is Anna Kendrick as Noelle Kringle. Her known fours are Up in the Air from 2008, Pitch Perfect from 2012, Into the Woods from 2014, and Trolls from 2016. She started her acting career at 12 years old in 1998 on Broadway, playing a supporting role in the musical High Society. For this performance, she was nominated for a Best Featured Actress in a Musical Tony Award and Drama Desk Award, and she also won a Theater World Award. I don't know what these are, but they, like, sounded prestigious, especially... I know what a Tony Award is. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, to be, like, nominated for a Tony at 12, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Cool. Um, Also in this movie, it's a very star-studded movie, I feel. Yeah, honestly. Um, All things... For a non-theatrical release movie, pretty... Pretty, well, you know. we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so also in this movie is Shirley MacLaine playing Elf Polly, who's sort of Anna Kendrick's like sidekick here. Nanny. Um, and her known for us are Terms of Endearment from 1983, The Apartment from 1960, Steel Magnolias from 1989, and The Trouble with Harry from 1955. Noticeably more highbrow than like the caliber that this movie is. <laughs> yeah, it's like. no trolls. Yeah, <laughs> it's no trolls. Um, but don't hate on Into the Woods. Be- oh, also, I am a three for four for Anna Kendrick. I have not seen Trolls, but I have seen the other three. And, you know, I've I think seen... she, was, she was also nominated for um, Best Supporting Actress for Up in the Air, which is, like, kind of weird because I felt like that was kind of a rom-com, but whatever. Also, you know what I just realized? Not on our known force. Who? Twilight. Oh, well, I, I think... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anna Kendrick, it is truly a blessing that she is not known for Twilight. I feel like Pitch Perfect 2 and 3 would be on here before before 
Twilight, but maybe yeah. not. I well, don't know. That's fair. I think it's weird that she, like, played a normal person in Up in the Air in 2008 and then, like, went back to playing a college freshman in 2012, but not as weird as Ben Platt playing a college student in uh, Pitch Perfect in 2012 and then going back to playing a high schooler in 2019, seven years later. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Yeah, that's true. He definitely, I feel like Anna Kendrick might be playing a high schooler. and You know, like, I wouldn't shock me, though. Well, she certainly wasn't playing a high schooler in Up in the Air. Otherwise, I'm going to need to have a talk with um, George Clooney. But um, I don't think they, I don't think they hook up in that movie. I don't remember that movie at all. I don't think they do. I don't remember. Yeah. No, we, no, he, they don't because he is, he's like, he's supposed to be like sleeping with another um, person who does what he does. So like does that whole job. So yeah, no, they're not like romantically linked. I don't think. Okay, great. Love to hear it. Anyway, um, anyway back to Shirley MacLaine. Uh, she won the 1984 Oscar for Best Actress in a Leading Role for Terms of Endearment, and she's been nominated for five others. Yeah. Wow. Um, also in this movie is Bill Hader, who plays Nick Kringle. He's, his known for are The Skeleton Twins from 2014, Inside Out from 2015, Trainwreck from 2015, and Barry. Such a good movie. From, very true, um, Barry from 2018 to 2019, his very first job was selling Christmas trees. That is such an appropriate fun fact. Like, I feel like there are a lot that you could probably go through for him, but, like, that one is just perfect. This was the only one I I was like, this is it. Boom. Fun fact. The uh, town where my parents live is out of Christmas trees. Um, What? So we are going to have a mini tree. And not a regular Christmas tree this year, and it's devastating. So, like, are you guys a very, like, you guys are, like, real tree people? Oh, yeah, 100%. See, like, real trees? Yeah, no, I I have, oh, also the tree. The only way to do it. The tree I'm judging you so hard that you have a fake tree. So my, well, my tree is white. You, we we had it in. I'm also judging you so hard that you have a white tree. So the same, I I still have that same. So I keep adding to it every year. And this year I added like 12 picks um, and they have like streamers and glitter. It is like, I have like drag queen tree like she is everything and I am like so obsessed with it and so in love with it she like I'm just I love it yeah I go much more the uh, classic route on the Christmas tree oh yeah no I go like full glam it is a glam tree cool anyway <laughs> also in this movie is Kingsley Benadire who it plays Jay Catman. His known fours are King Arthur, Legend of the Sword from 2017, Trespass Against Us from 2016, World War Z from 2013, and Ordinary Lies in 2016. Um, And he is a British actor that got his start as a stage actor in London, didn't they all? Um, Didn't realize at all that he was British, so that's fun. It's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Next is Billy Eichner, who plays Gabriel Kringle or Gabe. Um, his known force are The Lion King from 2019, The Angry Birds movie from 2016, <laughs> Billy on the Street from 2011 to 2017, Neighbors 2 Sorority Rising from 2016. Um, 
So he gained national attention in 2005 as the host and writer of a New York City critically acclaimed stage show called Creation Nation, a live talk show, and then as the host creator and EP of Funny or Die's Billy on the Street that aired on True TV from 2011 to 2017. So there's these like little bits that you can see this like Creation Nation stuff, um, and it's honestly like I didn't realize Is how making fun of like Christian people. No, it's making fun of well. Like, it's it's making fun of, like, TV shows. So they, like, spoofed, like, there's one that I saw that spoofed, um, like, Home Makeover, Extreme Home Makeover, and, like, stuff like that. Like, they do, mm. like, but I think the stage show, like, morphed into, like, an actual TV show. Um, but, yeah, I knew him from Billy on the Street, obviously. But, um, yeah, same. so good. Just, I think, like, he, his... He's not a stand-up comic, and, and okay. Also, he is supposed American to be. American Horror Story. Where's that? Um. Yeah. Right. Um. So this was what was crazy, and I couldn't find any more information on it. But he was supposed to have a. He recorded in 2018 a stand-up special for Netflix, and it was supposed to come out in 2019. And the last like time it was announced in like march of 2018 and it was recorded and he is and it's supposed to come out on netflix sometime 2019 and it hasn't come out yet and i'm like so disappointed because i really want to see what well a billy eichner stand-up special would be you still have um you know 16 17 days so. i know and i've been like looking in like my cachet of like netflix like what's coming up and i'm like okay what the hell yeah weird um, no offense to Shirley MacLaine and Kingsley Benadire, but um, you got the better set oh, of three I'm sorry. Three, All right. Which I feel always seems to happen. It's as though you, like, do that on purpose. You, like, set them up so that everything is, it's in, like, I mean, every other person is one of the ones you want to talk about. I don't think that's, okay. I mean. I'm just saying, you are the one who sets up the notes, and you always get to read the better people. I'm just saying, conspiracy. I mean, considering we haven't read for read people in, like, two months, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Anyway. It's fine. really I not. It's not conscious. Listen. It's not, like, a conscious thing. I, I, at least for this one, it's not a conscious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Likely story. So, Noelle began filming in 2017, and it was originally slated for a theatrical release. However, the release was postponed in favor of a release on their new streaming platform, Disney+, Plus, which uh, coincided with its launch on November 12, 2019. And it was done to just, like, give additional value to the platform, get more people to sign up. Um, but I don't think, like, the Disney Plus thing was, I don't think people, like, weren't signing up because there wasn't enough stuff on Disney Plus. Like, I don't think Noelle is what made anyone want to sign up for Disney Plus. Just say. Yeah, I and I don't feel like they, like, advertised that, um, this, like, specific content was going, you know, like, t- if it was given this release to like add value to Disney Plus like this streaming platform I feel like they should have like advertised it like even just doing promos for this movie on TV like doing TV slots like commercials for this movie and oh, saying that it's TV coming commercials out for this movie I like never I never saw them I don't know I saw I them saw during them like YouTube, the 5 minutes but... that I was looking at my parents television 
Oh, really? See, like, I never, yeah. I haven't seen them anywhere, but, um, and I just don't feel like it was, like, hyped very much, but whatever. I think I saw it while I was watching, like, the National Dog Show or something on Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which um, was a very, also, we didn't talk about that, a very exciting day for oh you. Oh, my God. It was a big son. day. It was a big, big day. We were so proud of Thor. Um, the, so... The winner of the National Dog Show was an English Bulldog. I don't know if this has ever happened before, but, like, I was so proud um, for this dog I've never met or seen before in my entire life. Um, Brody was, like, lost his mind in happiness. Like, I'm just so happy that his breed is being recognized for, like, how amazing they are. So, that's all I'll say about that. Um, yeah, it's also, it's not like his breed is being recognized for how amazing he is. It's like Thor is really exactly everything that an English bulldog should be. Sure, and Brody's like not close to that. Brody's like an old English bulldog, so he's mm-hmm. like a tall, he's built a little differently. Underbite. But like, yeah, I mean, well, and so so regular English bulldogs have that also. It, like, he's just like a different like stock like he's that stockier dog smaller too yeah no like regular english bulldogs are smaller and they're like more they're bigger in the front end like they're just a little different however um is like it was there? nice to see is he listening no he's upstairs um but it was just nice to see like that the bulldogs in general were being recognized so it was like a wonderful wonderful it's thing a nice shine for bulldogs anyway i just wanted to quickly bring that up where were we um so the film was originally titled nicole but they renamed um it was renamed noel <laughs> to add more to the christmas theming um something That's i can really can't... funny like because of your sister yeah no they were like mom was like no no we're gonna go with noel <laughs> i also read that fun fact and then while i was watching the movie no one ever said Noel while you could see their lips moving. That's I, like I. Wonder, it was as though the name Noel was added later on. How for like, a lot hard of scenes. would that be if you were doing press and they're like, "Oh yeah, your new movie Noel." I'd be like, "No, it was Nicole." Like you like shot this whole movie. No, I don't think that's Nicole. that weird. I feel like that would be like really weird. Like I'd be like, "Oh, my character's name was actually Nicole the entire time," and then we like. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. But yeah. Whatever. So this was the only live action film of 2019 to be rated G by the MPAA. That's wild. Yeah. Like you would think also it would be one of these children movies, but no. Full grown adults rated G by the MPAA. I mean, it was very G rated. So. Oh, for sure. Oh my God. All right, so before we move into the plot, um, some plugs as per usual. So to learn more about the show and shop our Redbubble store, head to tbtamp.com and click away. <laughs> um, right now, while you're enjoying the podcast, do a quick scroll to the bottom of your Apple podcast feed on our page and rate us five stars. If you're feeling a little extra generous, leave us a review too. It's very helpful. We love to see it. Um, no idea if we've gotten any more reviews. I'll go look, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I have, I mean, if you want me to, by the way. Um, no, also I got be, it. I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. Um, also be sure to talk about our podcast. Um, just talk about it to anybody who's around who, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to fill this in. This is rusty, but yeah, just 
uh, oh, recommend I think our podcast. We do have like a lot more ratings. No way. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we have 39 now. I feel like last time we probably had like 32. Oh my god. Interesting. Wow. So, where are you? Please keep making up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. That's cute. Who's it from? That's hilarious. Kitty C. That's funny. Hello. We're here. We're seeing it. We're making episodes. Oh, my God. Um, also, uh, that's it, right? Or do we have any um, Oh, yeah. Also, if you have anything you want to share or comment with us about the show, you can email us at tbtamp at gmail.com. I do have this stupid email synced to my phone, so I get these things constantly. Um, not necessarily... <laughs> Not necessarily for people who want to like talk about to us, but you know that would hey, come in there are too. People buying stickers, and there's nothing yeah, wrong. Oh my with god, that. our Redbubble store is popping. I must say, uh, all the time. People um, love a Mia Thermopolis sticker. Um, honestly, that's what keeps us going, guys. Um, also, slide into our DMs on Instagram at TBT Podcast. Um, you can follow our personal Instagram and Twitter accounts. Mine is at live, L-I-V, period, blonde, with an E. That's so L-I-V, period. you got to change that. It's- I know. I know. <laughs> it's L-I-V, period, B-L-O-N-D-E. Mac, I, I really miss Mac is cheesy. I know, but, like, Mac isn't cheesy anymore, you know? Or you need Live Blonde to like have a have a rhythm to it, like M A C K is cheesy, you know? Like it's yeah. just it's really I'll just stuck have to with pra- me. I'll have to practice it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Mine has never changed. Miranda Johnson, M A R A N D A J O H and Z O N. Wonderful. All right, getting into the plot. Do you want to go first? Um, Doesn't I honestly make sure I have no idea. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As children, Noelle and Nick Kringle would wait for their father, Chris Kringle, better known as Santa Claus. <laughs> I think he's also pretty well known as Chris Kringle. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like Chris Kringle is like a, I don't know, a weird way to reference whatever. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they would wait for him to arrive home each year on Christmas in order to celebrate with everyone at the North Pole. He always brought the two presents, but also reminded Nick that he would be starting his training to one day take over as Santa and Noelle that it was her job to keep the Christmas spirit alive and well at the pole. Um, presently, Chris Kringle has passed away five months before Christmas, and Nick is still far from being able to take over the reins. Of Santa's sleigh, get it? The reins of the yeah, sleigh. Yeah, I did that. I, I I did that one. <laughs> oh, I know. I just read it. I thought um, it was like I thought that was great. Yeah, <laughs> My writing well. skills are like peak. <laughs> it's almost as though there's like a reason why "take the reins" is a. It's actually a phrase, and it's literally, uh, for that reason. So Noel stays busy with being cheerful and making pop-up Christmas cards. I don't understand. I don't I, give Noel a job. Noel doesn't have a job, and that's something that I'll like keep going through. Like so many of my gripes with Noel is like she does not have a job. And like, okay, <clears throat> so Noel's character, like, I get that like she's supposed to have this like arc, but she's like so thoroughly unlikable and like the like she's. 
she's not purposely the worst, but I feel like Noelle is why, like, millennials... She's, like, another, like, stereotype of, like, why millennials are so terrible, you know? Like, they're... Like, that whole, like, overly optimistic and, like, they think that any... You know, like, that whole, like, idea is, like... Millennials are, like, the most pessimistic ever. Like, what do you mean? No, I mean, like, optimistic and, like, I can do anything if I, like, put my mind to it kind of thing. Like, or, like... I don't know. Millennials are, like, I got $50,000 of debt. Like, I'm... I can't do shit. I feel like it definitely goes both ways, but I feel like people think, like, in, like, the workforce that it's, like, oh, millennials just think they can walk in and do whatever, and, like, that, like, it doesn't take, like, there's no, like, nose to the grindstone kind of thing. It's just, like, I can walk in and do what people who have all this experience can do um, without necessarily having that. I feel like it's just a, I don't don't know, like, I just feel like she, her character is just awful. Like, she... I don't know. She's so unlikable. So I, I have a different take on why she's unlikable. Like, I agree with you that she's unlikable, but I don't think it's for that reason. Okay. Um, That's I think that what they true. were probably going for is a Buddy the Elf situation. And Anna Kendrick, first of all, is no Will Ferrell. And no. second of all, I think that they didn't go full Buddy the Elf enough. Like, I think the appeal of Buddy the Elf for some people, not this person, but for some people, the appeal of Buddy the Elf is that he is full Christmas all the time, and Noelle is sort of half measures of Buddy the Elf, and I don't think that they went far enough. And that's my take. Yeah, okay. I think she'd be more likable if she was, like, more far out. I don't know. And I also think, like, her main trait is that she wants people to like her. Like, that's why she's doing everything that she's doing. She's like, people like Christmas, so I'm going to embody Christmas. Um, and I think that that, in general, is kind of an unlikable trait. Yeah, and, like, I, like, I think what's also, like, the thing that I, I like, she has, like, this weird, like, she has nothing expected from her, but she thinks very highly of herself, which is, oh, like, yeah. I think that's what it is for me, is, like, where, like, the Buddy the Elf thing, like, Buddy the Elf, like, has no concept of, like, anyone is better than anyone else. Like, he's very also, much, like, everybody's great. Buddy where, the Elf like, has a job. Yeah, yeah true. Um, But, like, with um Noel, she's just like she thinks she is like above everyone else and has she's like abs yeah she's this princess character and like but she has no leg to stand on in that regard mm-hmm. um but great outfits apparently oh my god her outfits are so cute like i get that they're like they're ridiculous but they are so cute I did find them much cuter at the beginning of the movie, and then it definitely they were, got old yeah. for me. But, um, they were more coordinated. Like, the ice skating out. They were cuter, like, in the North Pole setting. Like, you take yeah, that they were in Phoenix, Phoenix, it's Phoenix. ridiculous. But, like, it was very cute, like, in the North Pole setting. Like, little ice mm-hmm. skating outfits and stuff like that. They were very cute. Another cute thing. I would say the best thing about this movie was the baby reindeer. Oh, my Snow God. Flight. He was so cute. He was so cute. Yeah. Just her, just her trusty sidekick, and, and oh my god, yeah, really Snowflake, precious baby angel. Oh my god, he was so precious. It has become abundantly clear that Nick is not making sufficient progress to perform as Santa on Christmas Eve. 
Noelle is assigned to assisting her brother to get ready for the big night, but he continues to buckle under the pressure. To help him de-stress, Noelle suggests that Nick relax on a weekend getaway outside of the North Pole. Seven days later, the reindeer return to the North Pole without Nick, um, and Noelle admits to suggesting her brother take a break and all the elves turn against her for essentially ruining Christmas, a little preemptively. The elder elves appoint Noelle, Noelle and Nick's cousin, Gabriel Kringle, Gabe, um, Billy Eichner, who is currently working and thriving in the tech department to fill in as Santa for this year. So, yeah. Wild. Um, I don't know. This feels very strange to me. Like, just the world building here is wild. Because, like, in every yeah. other... In every other Santa media that we have, <laughs> I don't think Santa is usually something that's, like, passed down. Maybe, like, the Santa Claus. But I think, like, typically Santa is magic and he's just been alive forever. And, like, Santa's basically God. So... It's just strange to me that all of a sudden Santa's like a king. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't fit. I just always don't understand, like, yeah, I don't get, like, how the elves are, like, the whole, like, elder elf thing and the, like, the elves are, like, a different species of human basically than like santa is and yeah, they're like, like elder elves but also like servants for the kringles that's the thing i really don't like is like how polly is somehow like their like servant slash nanny like i don't know i get why she's cranky like <laughs> like she i'd be like how the fuck did i get like turned into like your slave so like i just it's a weird it's a weird thing yeah. Um, throughout this movie, there were also lots of things that felt very 2017 to me. Um, and, like, not particularly 2019. Like, key <laughs> differences in, like, these just two years. And one of them was everyone wanting an iPad. Like, that was the running joke throughout the entire movie when she'd have to, like, figure out what people want for Christmas. Literally everyone in the world wants an iPad. Um, and... Also, it's just insane to me that, like, Noel isn't taking over. Like, the the North Pole being such a, like, male-dominated country, it's, like, disappointing, not surprising. But, um, it's, it's a weird choice. Because it's like, you know, this whole movie doesn't happen if that one rule of passing down Santa to, like, to... A man ha is there. And maybe it's a different, maybe better movie if, like, you give Noelle a motivation where you, where, like, she is Santa. Like, so the Santa goes to her and she thinks she can't do it. And, like, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a different movie if that rule isn't there. And she yeah. thinks she can't do it, so she goes to find her brother and then she finds out, oh, actually, you can do it. Anyway. Yeah, I think that would be, yeah, exactly. Like, it's almost like Santa training instead of, like, this whole chasing to Phoenix. Yeah, I think that could have been a cuter, like, premise, I guess. Yeah, but also, is that the Santa Claus? Yeah, kind of. Oh, that was he killed Santa, right? And then he had to become like Santa? On, it was, yeah, he accidentally kills Santa. That's funnier. Yeah. And then That's he has funnier to, like, than this dumb 
thing. <laughs> Where, like, That's Santa way just funny. dies. Yeah, he, like, kills Santa because he scares him on the roof, and then Santa falls off the roof and dies. And he, like, puts on Santa's clothes and, like, becomes Santa. So, and he thinks the whole thing is, like, this, like, very, like, crazy, like, lucid dreaming sort of situation. So. I mean, honestly, aren't they all? Um, also, I thought this was a super weird role for Billy Eichner. I didn't hate it though because he wasn't like mean or anything like you could I don't know I thought it was kind he of cute so wasn't funny this movie wasn't funny <laughs> I thought it was cute but I think like children's it humor doesn't funny. appeal the same way they needed just like one more funny person to take a pass at this script and like throw some jokes in there Billy Eichner probably could have done it, and like they just, it just, they didn't do it. They like didn't, they could like, have injected so many adult jokes in here that like kids yeah. don't understand, like Disney tends to do. But it was a little too earnest and heartfelt, and it just like this movie was. There was no comedy to this movie. At all. Yeah, no, it was cute. It wasn't other funny. than like them screaming on that sleigh. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's as far as the comedy went. And that's probably why I thought those scenes were too long, because they were supposed to be funny, and I didn't find them funny. Yeah, and, like, for how funny Billy Eichner is, like, he wasn't funny in this movie. No, not at all. They didn't give him anything fun to do. He was just, like, he had his dumb technology, and that's literally it. I don't know. Yeah, it could have been, it could have been funny, and it wasn't. They should have made him more evil. Yeah, or, like, just, like, give him... A bit like more His funny evil parts. Is so like, boring. Yeah, and then he just like rolls over, you know? Like it's not I don't know. It was Yeah, once once the other guy comes back, he's just kind of like, okay. But I guess that makes sense because he didn't seem super thrilled really about wanted. taking on the role of Santa anyway. But it was but, still very like haphazard. Like he was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of The Crown. Like this man who's second in line to the throne should have been a little bit more prepared. Yeah. Send him to Wales, you know? <laughs> Lots of Christmas spirit in Wales. Anyway, so, um, while sulking in her room, Noelle comes across travel magazines that Nick has been perusing, and he di- she discovers that he is in Phoenix, Arizona, conveniently. Um, I don't know why he needed to tear out that page and not just be <laughs> like, I'm in Phoenix. Um, I'm going to Phoenix. She commandeers the sleigh and reindeer to bring Nick home and unintentionally drags her nanny, Elf Polly, along with her. They land in the middle of an outlet mall in Phoenix. I don't know if it was an outlet mall. I think it was just, like, a strip mall. It appeared to be an outlet mall. I don't It, like, think, was I, built I, I like I really an don't mall. think it was an outlet mall. I think it was Whatever. just an outdoor mall. It looked like the premium outlet mall. Okay. I don't... I disagree. Um, I think it just looked like a Phoenix mall. Um, and then they're confronted by Helen, who's the mall's manager. Helen wants them out, but the store owners, most importantly, Petco owner Dan, like, there's not a Petco outlet, are you kidding me? What um, <laughs> All love the attention of the reindeer and sleigh, so she allows them to stay. Um, Polly remains to tend to the reindeer as Noelle ventures out into the city to find Nick. Back at the pole, Gabe begins workshopping an online automated delivery system rather than the traditional Santa experience. I think also one of the reasons why I don't find um, 
I don't find what's his name Gabe I don't find him annoying enough is um <laughs> he's less evil than real person Jeff Bezos like it would be more evil if he was like I'm not gonna pay the elves like you know like then it then it's more funny and then it's more evil yeah and like they were just like straight like they were like flat out ripping on Amazon, so it was mm-hmm. just like like they like all but said Amazon <laughs> in the movie. So I think that they was did say weird. like Prime Delivery, like they said yeah, something. Yeah, it was like, like Prime. Del- yeah, they said something like that. It was like but that's also a Disney Amazon like rivalry. Of course, their evil man is like you know wanting to be Jeff Bezos, but they should have gone further, further into it. Like I understand. I guess this is a children movie, but, like, it's starring all adults and people who adults like, so you should have gone further with it. Yeah, I guess, like, the the real question is, did we need this movie to be rated G? Like, did we need this to be so kidsy? You know, like, yeah, did we maybe need there's a this? reason why movies aren't rated G anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, because their parents have to watch them, too. Yeah. Um, Dan, that's, like... Guy. Whoever that guy who was playing Dan was, like, super hot and, like, was very unexpectedly hot, I felt like. I'm like, um, Dan from Petco, getting it. Yeah, I I didn't really agree with that one. Oh, my God, Um, I thought he was super hot. He was a daddy. This is horrifying. (laughs) I hate it. Um, Also, LOL, I was in Phoenix on Wednesday. What What were you doing in Phoenix? We had a company retreat in Phoenix. Oh, was it lovely? Uh, yeah, it was pretty nice. We stayed in this, like, mansion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay. I didn't know, I didn't realize that was in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. It was. This mansion that you look up on Zillow and it's, like, one million dollars and you're just, like, so sad. In Phoenix? That's, like, a lot of money. Exactly. In LA, million dollars, you're getting a shack on the side of the road. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> okay. That's okay, what I'm saying. So, That's why I get sad. Um, so Noelle searches the city of Phoenix, but after little success, oh, searches the city of Phoenix for her brother Nick, um, obviously. But after little success, she visits private investigator Jake Hatman, whose ad she saw on a bus bench. Um, despite her odd outwardly outward appearance, Jake, a recently divorced single dad with a pessimistic attitude, decides to help Noelle after she randomly selects a nice man in a parking lot who allows Jake to use his cell phone. Back at the poll, Gabe has introduced a new software called Fa-La-La, Forensic Algorithm Lateral Analysis Latent Altruism, that will take over Santa's job of double-checking the naughty and nice list. This new program determines that less than 3,000 nice children exist in the entire world, a revelation that shocks and deeply saddens all the elves and Mrs. Claus. Probably an accurate take. Like, children are often not great. (laughs) I mean, like, who's on this list? It's like like Greta Thornburg. Like, nice. Millie Bobby Brown. Naughty. You know? Like, (laughs) I mean. So, so, like, I mean, there's, why like, a is whole... Why is Willie Bobby Brown naughty? Texting Drake. Like, that's why. There's, like, a whole, like, I mean, like, psychologically, children are, like, egocentric. Like, that's part of being a child. It's, like, you are your world. It's, like, your world, like, the world, you don't understand yet that the world, like, exists outside of you. Like, you the don't whole... understand that you need to floss. I would have been on the naughty list every single year. Like, oh, I didn't yeah, floss. I'd still be on the fucking naughty list. Are you kidding me? Uh, but, like... <laughs> 
I mean, I brush my teeth like a maniac, but like floss, I don't, I don't have time for that. Um, only when I have like popcorn in my teeth, <laughs> but like, but no, I mean, I don't think that's not the point, you know, like that's not the point of the naughty and nice list. I feel like, I don't know. But, yeah, like, if you can only do one thing wrong. I, I also liked that they sent out letters to be like, oh, by the way. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You just, like, uh, really abruptly stopped talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, oh, by the way, you're not getting presents this year because you didn't floss. Like, yeah. But it's, like, nice that they know why. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. If I was a kid and I didn't get presents, I would want to know why. I would want to know why I was on the naughty list. But um, so that then they can make improvements. If they're just on the naughty list and they don't hear anything, then they can't make improvements. And that's why radical candor is so important, children. Um, but <laughs> I also have a sort of fundamental issue with the idea of Santa Claus and like the fact that we oh dear teach the children about Santa. I understand, like, I I will teach, like, my children about Santa, but it makes me sad that, like, all of these parents are, like, working so hard to get their children gifts, and then the children just think that they're from Santa and not from their parents. Oh, I have, a, like, a friend who has two kids. She's, like, her, my kids have never, she's, so she's, She's divorced, but she's, like, even when my kids were, her kids are, like, 9 and 14, um, she's, like, they've never known Santa Claus. It's always been, like, they get presents, but they're from, like, us, like, their parents. Like, she's, like, why? Like, also, like, a religious thing, like, it's part of their, like, religious background that, like, Santa's, like, too sec. It basically, like, a secular thing, and, like, that's not the reason why we celebrate Christmas, yada, yada. Also, why am I giving credit to this Santa when I worked my ass off to pay for all these yeah, exactly. presents that I'm giving this kid? That I'm, like the reward is from like me as their parent, and celebrating like the the spirit of the Christmas holiday, not the Santa part of it. So it's like they celebrate everything about Christmas minus Santa, Be- which like kind like as much as I personally disagree with like the theology and like the the Jesus stuff, I do think that like. I don't want, like, it's like I bust my butt to get, to like pay for all this stuff for you, and then it's like giving credit away to somebody else. Yeah, I feel like my kid would get, like, you know, a coloring book from Santa, but like yeah, an iPad would be for me. From, yeah, like the iPad is not coming from Santa. <laughs> also, kid not getting an iPad. Sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, what kind of world do we live in that just like, accept, like, oh, and an iPad? Like, are you joking? I don't even have, like, I have never mind. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a Kindle, but <laughs> but like I got the Kindle because the iPad was too expensive. Fair. So okay, the next morning, Noel returns to Jake's office slash apartment question mark with merchandise <laughs> from Helen to use as payment for his services. She meets his son Alex, who will be joining them while they search for Nick. Alex is interested in learning to cook, but he's afraid to share this with his dad. Excuse me. Um, she tells him that if he is nice, uh, he will get his Christmas wish, which is to spend Christmas with his whole family. And then they visit a shelter because they're looking for Nick. Um, and that's where Noelle meets a young deaf girl and her daughter. What? <laughs> a young deaf girl 
is the daughter oh, and her mom. and her mother. My bad. <laughs> um, Sorry. Noelle finds that she's able to do perfect sign language with the mother and the girl despite having never studied the language. And Jake finds out that Nick is teaching yoga at a studio in town and he takes her to meet them. That was really a stretch. The, LOL, a stretch that he was doing yoga. But um, a stretch that they found him. I yeah. think. Yeah, well, because they ended up going to this, like, grocery store. It was, like, a very, like, lengthy part. But they go to this grocery store, and she's wearing... They talk about, like, yoga pants, and then, like, Jake is like, oh, yoga. It totally makes no sense. It's ridiculous. Um, But at the yoga studio, Nick is shocked to see Noelle, and he ultimately admits to her that he won't be returning with her to the North Pole. Shocker. The two begin to argue, ending with Nick telling Noelle that she doesn't understand the pressure he was under because nothing has ever been expected of her, dropping some real truth, and she calls him a coward for running away from his responsibilities. Um, Noelle returns to the mall and is reunited with her favorite reindeer, Snowcone, when he arrives with a letter from her mother, Mrs. Kloss, detailing all the craziness happening at the pole. Um, she uses Snowcone to sniff out Nick at a silent yoga retreat in the desert. Since he refuses to talk to her, um, Noelle... Is it a silent yoga retreat? Of course he does. Yeah, he can't break the <laughs> vow. Um, since he refuses to talk to her, Noelle leaves the letter from their mom with Nick. <sighs> Sorry, I was yawning. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick feels guilty about leaving everyone at the North Pole out to dry, so he meets Noelle and Polly at the mall. Um, Noelle convinces him to continue his Santa training by filling in as the mall Santa. Noelle sees Jake, who is upset uh, that she told Alex that his family would be spending Christmas together, something he doesn't believe is possible due to, like, awkwardness between his remarried ex-wife and himself. Um, And Noelle tries to explain the truth of her family to Jake, who doesn't believe her. The mall Santa returns and demands Nick to leave, causing Noelle to intervene and accidentally hurt a police officer. How fun! Um, She's consequently arrested, because of course she is, and then hospitalized for a psychiatric evaluation. Um, And this was really Olivia's time to shine. Like, uh, how realistic was this psychiatric evaluation? Because it seemed like it was just a tool for them to have Noelle monologue about her inner thoughts and feelings. I mean... The it was similar that, to the episode of Riverdale that aired a couple weeks ago. So the the part where like she gets arrested for like kicking an officer and then like they don't charge her because she seems like a little bit out of her mind and they like hospitalize her instead is very realistic. Like the majority of our of patients at at least our psych hospital are like brought in by the police because like they are you know, like, they're getting arrested for something. They're getting arrested for something separate, and then the police realize that they are acting this way because of a psychiatric disorder, so they bring them to the psych hospital instead. Cool, Um, cool, 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 cool. But, like, you're not going to, like, sit down in this room and have, like, an hour-long evaluation with this, like, doctor. Like, it's... You don't have a lot of talk therapy at the actual psych hospital simply because, like, the... It's more of, like, medication regulation, and it's kind of outpatient and your job to follow up with, like, if you want to do talk therapy, because, like, you don't force, like, talk therapy onto people. It's more like forcing medication onto people, Um, which is its own whole, like, bag of worms, but, um, yeah, there's not a lot of, like, sitting down and having these, like, long 
with us with like a psychiatrist um like these that's not how psychiatrists work they are prescribing medication psychologists are going to sit down and have talk therapy with you and there's not a lot of psychologists in um an actual like hospital clinical setting like that interesting also thank you, she's thank not you gonna, for that insight she's not going to be completely alone like where are all the other patients in this hospital like she's not just going to be sitting there alone for hours but I digress. It would be literally impossible for this movie to be rated G and have other psychiatric oh patients. <laughs> Very true. But, like, they just, like, kind of, like, throw her in this, like, office building. Like, it's like a doctor's office. And, like, that's, like, an ever- and it's very dark. Like, all the lights are off. Like, she's in, like, after hours. It's like, okay. Yeah, if can anyone's she just- ever been in a hospital, it's never like that. <laughs> yeah. There's never, like, no one around except for a doctor. Like, that's never... It's usually everyone except the doctor. That's that's how hospitals actually work. Like that psychiatrist is not working at like nine PM on a Saturday. Like that's not happening. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so um uh, da, 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 da. The next morning. The next morning, Polly meets with Jake and reveals that Noelle was in fact telling the truth and she needs his help in breaking her out of the hospital. <laughs> He agrees and pulls some strings to get access to Noelle, allowing Polly and Nick what to rescue her. What kinds of strings? How well, did he, this like, happen? I know. Like, he's also, like, a private investigator. He's not a cop. Like, he, he just, like... He went to know. Arizona State. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, shot Shots day. Fired. Yeah. Shots fired. Um, so... To put, he pulled some strings to get access to Noelle, allowing Polly and Nick to rescue her in the flying sleigh and reindeer, and they are able to make it back to North Pole before Christmas Eve. When they arrive, they immediately meet with the elder elves, and Nick, is surpri- Nick surprises everyone by announcing his support of Noelle being the next Santa, since the Santa Covenant technically does not denote a specific gender for Santa. So then why did any of this happen? Because no one listens to Polly. It's idiotic. It's so it's so dumb. It's like, oh, go back and reread the thing. Oh, my bad. Like, they're not lawyers. Like, <laughs> so uh, stupid. After delivering a passionate speech about the true meaning of Christmas, the elder elves approve Noel as the next Santa. Great. I can. I can. And like, clearly, she's the one that the manifest destiny like found. You know, like, she was the one with all the skills to, like, listen to, like, she, like, Manifest Destiny but she was never, like, oh, like, yes, this is, this is the future king of Santa land. But she didn't start real. <laughs> she didn't start realizing, it's the North Pole, not Santa land. Um, but, like, she didn't start realizing she had these, like, abilities until she, like, actually had to, you know? Like, she never applied herself. And, like, when she did have to, like, apply herself in, like, a more, um, like, pressurized situation, that's when she realized that she had these extra special powers. So you're telling me this movie would have been different if she had a job? Exactly. It's just so annoying to me that she just, like, doesn't have a job. Well, she did go to college. She majored in calligraphy, mind you. (laughs) I assume that's big with card making, but... Majoring in calligraphy is just so funny to me. I wish I got to major in calligraphy. Oh my god. So, Noelle suits up in Santa's gear and takes off in the sleigh with all the reindeer, including Snow Cone, which uh, apparently Rudolph doesn't exist in the cinematic universe, which is interesting. 
Um, throughout I'm the night, okay with that. She encounters a few mishaps and she begins to feel doubtful about her ability to fill the role of Santa. Noelle eventually makes it to the shelter in Phoenix where she comes across the deaf girl from earlier who empowers her to believe in herself. It's so nice. Um, <laughs> the Santa suit that was previously too big shifts to fit her like a glove and Noelle corrects all of her earlier mistakes, picking up Jake along the way to deliver to Alex and leaving tickets to Hawaii for Helen and Dan. I don't understand how she could pick Jake up. It's also just like, I don't, the whole logistics of the Santa thing, like, I'm not gonna get into it. It's too magical. Um, but it's, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Good for Helen, though. She gets to go on a vacation with Dan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. She's clearly um, <laughs> So, upon her return to the North Pole, Noelle is elated to find everyone celebrating her as the new Santa. Nick opens the first yoga studio at the North Pole, and Noelle appoints Polly to be the first female elder elf. Um, Gabe happily returns to his previous job in the tech department. Noelle is perfectly happy to be the next Santa and has obviously matured and grown from her previously spoiled princess persona. Namaste. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did forget to say was one of the f- kind of funnier quotes was when she was talking to the nice man at the very beginning that she like found to use the phone. Oh my um, god, Yes. And she said, he said, like, oh, I, was he a Buddhist? I don't remember. Yes, he said he was was like, I'm Buddhist. I don't, I don't do the whole Christmas thing. And she said, like, oh, my dad would always say that uh, Christmas is like sushi. The Japanese invented it, but everyone loves it. And I was like, wow, what a very pro-cultural appropriation uh, (laughs) take. Because it's like, you know, not everyone likes sushi, but everyone likes spicy mayo and rice. So... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I loved how he was like, I like didn't totally get that quote because I was like, I mean, like the Jap, like, what do you mean that did the Japanese like Buddhist people didn't invent Christmas? Like, I was like, that doesn't really make sense. No, but she's but okay. what she's saying is like the the Christians invented Christmas, but everyone else loves it. And it's like, but like that no, guy, not, true, never, not everyone. Well, and like that guy never said he like liked Christmas. either. No, he was just like, I don't I don't celebrate Christmas. It's yeah. so like it did, that's what I'm saying. He's like, it didn't even if it was like the Chris, like what you're saying, the Christians invented Christmas, but everybody like tags on i'm like but he never said that so like what, yeah. where are you what are you getting at but it's like the same, also like you know uh every, the italians started doing like starbucks style i mean um, the americans did it but like they sort of stole that from Ita- italians and it's like everybody likes starbucks no everybody likes sweet cream and sugar yeah no exactly and drinking um, a milkshake for breakfast <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I, but I thought it was cute how he's like, well, I like, I sh-, like, it almost like, I feel like he had the same look on his face that I did. He was just like, what? Well, like, I like sushi. And I was just like, like, I felt like it was like an improv moment. He was just like, well, I sure like sushi. I mean, he's not going to say anything because he's nice, you know? <laughs> no, but I'm just like, sitting there just like <laughs> watching this interaction. I'm like, this is so awkward. Like, yeah. he's just like, I like sushi. And I'm like, I feel like I would say the same thing. I'd be like, can I get my phone back? <laughs> but Olivia, that's why you're not nice. <laughs> I mean, like, 
I think if somebody was like, my phone died, can I borrow your phone? Like, if it was like a guy and a young girl, like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't, like, mind you borrowing my phone. I don't know. No. But also, you know, you're one of those people that everyone comes up to. Like, everyone thinks that you're nice and, you know, they're wrong. So <laughs> I mean, you have to get to know me. But, yeah, I, I have an approachable face. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, apparently. So who is your character to keep an eye on? I mean, I would say either Snow Cone or Gabe, but you've I... talked me into just Snow Cone, so... Yeah, I was going to go with Snow Cone. I thought you were going to go with Alex. Alex would be good, too. So, I'm going He's with Snow Cone. He's very cute. He's precious. Alex was very cute. Um, so, what do you rate this out of... Like, I don't know, (laughs) like a two? Like, I didn't, it's not good. Oh, no. A two? Wait, we do rate out of ten, right? I'm, like, not, like, making that No, we rate out of five. Oh, my God. Really? No, we don't. No, no. And then we add them together. No, we don't. No, I don't think, no, we we average them. We rate out of five, you crazy person. You are out of your mind. We average them. What do you do? No, we, we rate out of five. We go one to five stars. But we do, and then we do five and a half. Because uh, we say, like, movies are a five. Like, we say movies are a four. Movies are a five. Hold on. What I is wrong it. with you? We do five. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we do out of five, but we do, we average them. We do average them. Yeah, if we were ranking out of 10, we would just add our two fi- our two ratings together, and then we get it out of 10. B- but we don't do that. We just average them. Okay, so out of five, where do you rate this? Crazy person. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what? why are you gaslighting me into thinking that I'm we do like out of 10? Doing, I'm not doing it on purpose. I, like, legitimately forgot. I'm like, I know we average them. I just don't remember if it's out of 10 or we out of 5. We technically could. Like, if we wanted to just do integers, then we would do out of 10. Well, we don't. We haven't done that ever. So let's not We do decimals. It. So we do 0.5. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I'm giving okay. it a 2. I don't like it. I mean, I I'm not going to watch cute. it again. I also okay. feel, I feel as though I really, like, poisoned this movie for you. Like, you came in being like, oh, my God, it's so cute. And then you're coming out like, oh, yeah, I guess there were issues. I mean, I'm giving it a three because I still thought it was cute. Like, it's a good Christmas movie. Yeah, but, like, at the beginning, I feel like you would have given this movie a four. Like, that's why you wanted to talk about it. You don't watch a movie, call it a three, and then text me saying, let's talk about it. I mean, I thought it was pertinent, um, being Christmassy and being on Disney Plus and being new, but I thought Let's it was see. cute. I thought it was cute. I think it's a three. It's worth a three. Like, it's not, like, the best movie I've ever seen, like, for sure, but, like, it's cute. It's definitely What are cute. other movies that fall into the 2.5 area of our <laughs> average? Um, so, Xenon, a Girl of the 21st Century. Oh, my century. God, yeah, this is such a Xenon-level movie. Totally. Um, Miss Congeniality was 2.75. Wow. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you hated it. Um, okay. I was like, why would I read? Okay. It was you. Um, um, other 2.75 was Camp Rock. <laughs> yeah, sure. It Another one out. that you gave a two and I gave a 3.5. Like, I like these movies so much better than you. Um, 2.5 was Sierra Burgess is a loser. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm enjoying this so much. <laughs> 
2.75 cheaper by the dozen. I feel like it fits in with, like, the, okay, I feel like we're the last song. I feel fine <laughs> about the way that we raked this. I know. I, I kind of do, too, now seeing all, seeing how, yeah, okay. That's kind of where, that's in the 2.5, 2.75 range, so yeah. yeah. So what are what are we doing next week? I okay, so I have a proposal. Um, okay. I thought like go figure would be kind of good. Oh yeah, totally. I I liked that one. Yeah, I did too. And it's uh, wintry yeah. and it's on yeah. Disney Plus. So yeah. see, it's All so right. much easier now. We can just like go on Disney Plus and find something. Exactly. Exactly. So, so. go figure. That'll be next. Yeah. Um. I would like to make a proposal, and that is that we record that, like, kind of soon while... Yeah. Okay, cool. I can do the notes tonight, even, like, at work. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, we don't have to record, like, tomorrow, but I'm just saying, like, I can have the notes ready to, like, um, so we can record, um, maybe, like, Tuesday? Cool. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll take it offline. Wonderful. <laughs> all right. So remember all those plugs from before. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do them again. It's fine. Yeah. I feel like no, no one's listening still. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.